from different places We all have different names No matter what life brings us Jesus is the same We're just your Methodist To the madness Methodist To the madness Hi, I'm Beth I'm Tim I'm Jessica And we're just your everyday Methodist, Methodist To the madness well, guys, welcome to. Did we survive the first week of January? I, I think so. I think we did. I think we made it. Has anything life changing happened to anybody within seven days? Um, I got the illness that has plagued my house, and I'm obviously 100% over it right now at this time. I'm Wait, getting- who, who's talking? Is this Beth? <laughs> <laughs> It's the artist formerly known as Beth. Oh. <laughs> okay. I didn't like my regular voice on recording, so I thought I would change it so I would like it even less. So <laughs> it's my voice now. Well, well I got it. If we get more followers this week, uh, we've got an issue because then we're going to have to, like, I don't know, make you sleep outside so you're always sick. Remember <laughs> that episode of Friends? Where Phoebe was trying to get a cold so she could have like the the sultry voice when she was singing. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. My stinking shoes. Wow. <laughs> nice. I'm gonna so, have to watch that now. Has that been what uh, what update that you have for us this past week, Beth? Is the fact that you caught a cold? I caught a cold, but I also made plans for us to spend a few days in the mountains. Jonah wanted to go to Wrightwood, but I'm really bad at like planning anything at a time that is, you know, convenient and where stuff will still be available. Yes. So, um, and with stuff, I had very many specifications. Like we brought all of our dogs with, like I wanted a place. We have four dogs. We just brought them all with. Yeah. And it's, it's it was it was fine. I I love my dogs, but anyway, so we I couldn't find a place in Wrightwood. Uh we found a place in Crestline, which I've never heard of before, but it's 45 minutes away from both Wrightwood and Big Bear. And it was kind of a weird cabin, like the stair situation. There were so many stairs just leading down to the cabin, and then it rained like the the second day that we were there and I was afraid that all of the stairs were going to like rot and we would be stuck down there. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> they had a hot tub. That was another requirement that I wanted. And there was also a sauna, which Owen loved. He spent most of his time in the sauna. So I was sick, but I think I posted this on Facebook. Like if you're, if you're going to be sick, you might as well do it in, a place that's in the mountains and it yeah. was it was really nice it was kind of like it was a really low-key quote-unquote vacation and I wish we could have done more but we did go into town and do a little bit of shopping which was fun so nice I'm glad that you were able to purchase the cold for a discount so that's yes, good I did. Yep, <laughs> it was 50 percent off that's yeah, wonderful that, hey, that must have been a stellar discount Beth Stellar. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And what about you? How's this past week been? Um, So 
This past week has been extremely busy. Uh, I'm a systems administrator, so I work with computers and things like that. And I had to move a lot of equipment with uh, like three of my coworkers. And it was a very interesting operation. Um, but besides that, um, I, I did manage to come upon an interesting insight. So I had a wonderful time at church on Sunday. I was there in person. I didn't and, uh, see it, Sam. <laughs> oh no i know <laughs> yeah i was uh i i happened to get the uh wonderful opportunity to uh perform in the choir um this past sunday and i forgot about choir uh, tim oh but you will be there next time yes but i was also sick i prop i still sounded oh, like that's a good that's sunday. a good reason to miss choir actually no it's fine <laughs> i wasn't yeah. even in town on choir day so it's fine sorry tim Oh yeah, no problem. Um, you know, so uh, so anyways, um, after church, uh, had like such a great time. Um, but however, I I came to like this point in time for like two hours in my day where where I I finally acknowledged to myself that I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my time, and so actually used the word that I, I was experiencing some form of boredom. Um, and so with that in mind, uh, I started thinking about how I really should utilize every moment in such a way that it's purposeful. Um, and then, uh, not too long after that, I remembered something I came up with like a, a couple months ago. Uh, I don't know why I was just on some sort of philosophical, like uh, insightful, like um, journey of some sort. I came to I, I created my own quote. I said, moments are precious. Count the seconds. And so after I remembered that, I I'm like, OK, you know, maybe I, I to center myself, I'll start counting one to ten, one to one hundred. And then I decided to count down from one hundred to one. And I actually looked online that this is actually a form of meditation. And this is like the best kind of meditation that I think that I'll actually be able to stick with. In fact, I'm thinking that maybe uh, I can incorporate other things like memorizing scriptures or like poems or something like that. Like just just an overall like like focused sort of exercise. And so. Uh, so, yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. Um, but today I had like a really off day and I think. Part of it is that I missed my walk and mm. I missed my walk because I was afraid of the cold. And I'm really surprised that I was afraid of the cold because I take cold showers. So like, what what's the problem? Like, so I must have been like, not just like feeling great in general. In fact, I was feeling a little bit feverish at times, but I feel completely fine now because I went for a walk uh, at the end of my workday and um, I'm good to go. So um my mom was really nice and she bought me some gloves. So next time in the morning, whether I walk my dog, dog or not, and I'm going to try to walk my dog, but sometimes it's not always possible because sometimes mornings get out of hand and I'm out of time. I don't know, but uh, I'm just going to go out there, put the gloves on and just like brace the cold because it's just going to make me feel so much better. Oh. So that was my whole, that's my whole weekday update thing. Nice. <laughs> Beth is flashing her schnazziest gloves that she's got. I got, I got some gloves from Jeannie 
a couple weeks ago, the office uh, manager lady. Oh, wow. Is that her job title? I don't yes, know. Yes, office manager lady is correct. Office manager lady. That is the contract that she signed. Um, yes. <laughs> and, and I had them in my pocket because I was going to transfer them to my car. So I would always have gloves in my car. That's oh wow! Excellent. Hey, hey, for for the audience, those gloves—they—they uh, they look to me in the camera to be red and green. So I think they are Christmas gloves. Is that correct? Like a plaid. They're, it looks to me like it's like a red and a brown and a black. Oh, okay, okay. So they're not Christmas gloves. They're like and I'll um, be doing jazz hands in them always, just so you know. <laughs> wonderful Very Jessica nice. what about you yes how, how oh my gosh you, Jessica? guys thanks so much for asking um <laughs> this past week today was a really crazy day uh as well because it was my first time back at work from like I haven't worked for like two weeks I've been on winter break so I'm like trying to function in work mode again and it's I just you know my uh, coworker and I are like my boss and I, we both got to work and we both looked at each other and said, can we go home now? Yep. And that was kind right. of, <laughs> <where it went. laughs> um, but you know, it was a pretty, pretty decent week. Uh, uh, I'm just going to say it now and then we can head into Beth's ministry moment. But um, uh, unfortunately our last vial was unsuccessful And so we are currently in prayer and um, trying to figure out uh, next steps because our donor is no longer available. Uh, There were no no vials left. And so now we're back to square one. So uh, I'm supposed to be like super fertile these next few months. And so we were now we're kind of like, well, we feel like we need to (laughs) keep trying. (laughs) And so. Uh, I know the firm you can. I don't know. That's weird. I'm sorry I said that. You can. I, I, I didn't hear what you said. What'd you say? I said nothing. I didn't oh, okay. say anything about finding all the sperm that you can. Oh no, that we've already had that conversation. We walk around the grocery store thinking, okay, this gentleman is approximately six feet tall, good hairline. <laughs> uh, you know, we we think of random things like this. Uh, but there's also legalities. We don't, <laughs> we, you know, uh, but anyways, that's so that's, of friends. we don't need to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, it's, it's been a, a weird week. We're still, I'm still honestly processing everything. Cause I feel like I'm just like, uh, you know, we've gone through being mad at God to, questioning things and then for me it's like am I good enough am I and it's like Jessica I've I've been giving you extra prayers this week because I just kind of had a feeling you might need them I appreciate that Beth I appreciate that yeah but anyways but I I you know it is what it is uh right Yes. Yeah. I'm point. sorry to hear that too, Jessica. I, I, I have full confidence in you. I think you can uh you can definitely get pregnant. Like just keep keep trusting in God. And I think that's that that's like the path. And and I'll be praying for you. Continue to pray for you as well. Thanks, Tim. I appreciate that. Well, now we can awkwardly head into Beth's <laughs> Today's no, I'm just kidding. Um I, Wait, 
<laughs> do, we, do we want to do updates, church updates? Do we have any? The, the main update is that we're back with Food for Thought this week in Kids Club. Oh. That's the most exciting yeah. thing Woo-hoo. is Wednesday starting at 530 Kids Club. And then at six o'clock, we've got our awesome Food for Thought. Uh, yeah. New beginnings for all. We are excited and uh, we're exciting for a new Beth's ministry moment. So 2024. I'm going, to change, I'm going to change what I said because I said, speaking of disappointments, but I'm going to change it now. <laughs> so speaking of new beginnings, today we have our first return guest, and it is Pastor John. Welcome Yay! To <laughs> wow. First return. This is quite the honor. Thank you very wow. much. It's good to be back. Man. Yes. You know, yeah. I remember... I think it was the last episode or maybe the second to last episode you guys were talking about like who is the most uh who's the biggest Super Methodist of the Madness fan. And I think you had determined it was Kathy Ankeny, I think. I still haven't written her back. I'm the worst. Sorry, Kathy. I love you. Well, I I'm also a huge fan. I listen to it every time it comes out. Um and uh, and so it's just great to be back. So thank you for having me on. All right. Yeah, yeah thank you, Pastor John. I'm so glad you're <laughs> such an avid fan. That's that's really nice. I got a, a Methodist to the Madness tattoo on my right shoulder blade, <laughs> and uh, nice. it's pretty cool. That's awesome. <laughs> Just that's amazing. Is that what Julian got for for Christmas? Was a tattoo gun, and that you let him try it out? Yeah. You know, um, I, might, I might be an irresponsible parent, but I'm not quite that. I have a gun. No, I'm not, not quite that close to the line. Uh, You're not supposed to admit that. Yeah. I do actually have, I do have some Methodist of the Madness uh, ornaments that are hanging on my Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. Wow. Do you still have your tree up? Trees, all of our Christmas stuff is still up. Yep. <laughs> please, please don't tell that to Amber because I told her I was feeling claustrophobic. Uh-huh. And we have taken all of it down. And now our house feels so empty. It's like, what, <laughs> wow. what do we do with all of this now? You guys credit though with two Christmas trees because you had your regular tree and your Grinch tree. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> a lot, but it was, it was very festive and uh, mm. we definitely had fun with all the decorations. That's all Amber. Well, on Sunday, Pastor Jim asked, uh, are any of you the kind of people that will take your Christmas decorations down on the day after Christmas? Only, I don't remember what service he asked it, but only one person raised their hand. Who and was so it? Pastor Jim's, I don't remember. I, I, don't, I don't think I could see from my vantage point for some reason, Dang. but hmm. he said, oh, okay. So only one Grinch in our, in our church. <laughs> uh, but now, now that we're having this conversation and now I know there's at least two. Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually like right after New Year's, I'm kind of like, all right, there's not much yeah. of a need. The only thing that Amber was thinking was making it into like a Mardi Gras tree because like we're huge into Mardi Gras. And oh, so yeah. that's the only only thing, which is before we uh, slide into sermon feedback, that is one thing on February 10th, Amber and I are hosting a Mardi Gras party for the Young Adult Life group. Hey, I'm a um, young adult, right? Can I help? <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. And so we're going to have... Mardi Gras games. We've already ordered our king cake from New Orleans. 
and so it's it's gonna be pretty festive. Beads will be thrown. Whoa. There will be uh, <laughs> there will be clothing because we are at a church function, everybody. Um, I wasn't even gonna mention anything about that because I used all of my inappropriate insight with you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will be talking about fig leaves pretty soon. So, That's oh, yeah. true. oh, speaking of beads, <laughs> do we think that Adam and Eve would have been thrown beads? That's the main question in this conversation. So, <laughs> yeah, I like it. That's, yeah, uh, they were they were the original Mardi Gras people. That's you know? true. It's That's a so little known true. story. Yeah. So we're no. going to go ahead and jump into sermon feedback. P. John, are you uh, okay to join us for a few minutes to go through? Uh, we had a oh, questionable God. pastor this Sunday go through <laughs> new beginnings. Uh, by questionable, we mean highly qualified and exceptional. I, I was thinking that he was just very questioning oriented. He was asking ah, a lot of questions. That's true. <laughs> no, we had an awesome uh, new sermon series start uh, this past Sunday. Pastor John, we appreciate you diving into our new beginnings, new creation Uh I know there was a couple things that stood out for me, but I'm curious, uh, you know, Tim and Beth, if there was something in particular that stood out to you over the sermon. Oh, yeah. Um, would you like me to start? <laughs> um, no, just say, just say, oh, yeah. And we'll just stop. No, Pastor Johnny talked at the beginning about... Um, being defensive as a kid. Mm, I was yeah. so defensive when I was younger and I was so sensitive, but I was not the one dishing it out. I was just the one being crapped <laughs> all over because I took everything so seriously. And like, mm, like and yeah. I was just an easy target because, because <laughs> my brothers knew what buttons to push and they would push them and they would get a reaction out of me. And right. so, um, but I've I've learned as an adult, I'm still a little defensive, but I'm mm. I'm working through it. Like Owen will even tell me, like, you know, when I was younger, you know, this happened, you said this to me and I didn't like it. And even just like a year ago, I would have gotten so defensive and been like, well, that's because blah, 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 blah. And it's hard being a parent. But, <laughs> but now I'm like, you know. I did say that, and I'm really sorry that I said that to you. Um, and I just didn't. That's what I thought I was supposed to do or say at that time. And but now I know differently, and I'm trying to do better. And so that's kind of the approach that I try to take now. And then the second thing that you mentioned was that Adam and Eve had to do light veterinary work. And <laughs> I've been doing that, like, well, uh, just with my own own pets, I had to, I, we had a dog who had diabetes, so we'd have to give him insulin twice a day. And then Owen's cat got really sick, and I would have to give her vitamin K injections, which oh, was basically whoa. like um, an IV bag. 
and I would have to like grab her skin. And I, I thought I could do it very easily. Well, I did have to feed her through a feeding tube, which was pretty easy, but I had to do it like four times a day. But they wanted me to give her vitamin K injections. And I was like, I'm used to sticking animals with needles. That's fine. But the the diabetes insulin needles, they would go in like butter. But these vitamin K ones, I would have to like jab it in there. It did not go in easily. And Ooh. then I would have to like <laughs> hold her still and try to like squeeze the stuff out of the IV bag to get it in her like faster. And and at that point, I was like, I I was interested when I was a teenager and I even started going to school to be a vet tech. And when I was caring for Owen's cat, when she got sick after he went back to school, I was like, I could, I should just do this and get paid for it. But then I realized I don't want to deal with other people's sick animals, just my own. So, oh, yeah. Um, and now we have a cat who, a different cat who has diabetes. And so I'm giving her shots daily again. Um, wow. Wow. Yeah, veterinary. I wrote in my notes defensive, check, light veterinary work, check. And then, <laughs> and then you said, about the fig leaf and how it was probably scratchy like th- sandpaper. And <laughs> I can't remember if you said this or if I thought it, but um, like, I thought maybe that's what they thought they deserved. Did you say that, Pastor John? I, I did no. not, actually. Okay. No. I don't think so, yeah. That's what I took away from that. Wow. <laughs> because as, as, as you all know, if you've been listening to the podcast last and in December, I got in a car accident and it was totally my fault. My car was totaled. I had to get a new car. And so I had to drive around this like dumb little rental car for until I could get a different car. And it was just really small. It was a Mitsubishi um, Mirage or something like that. So you had to really squint to see it because it was a Mirage. It was very small. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they were like, you could pay extra if you want a bigger car than that. And I was like, nope, this is the one I'm going to get. And like, there was no dome light in it. So I had to like, if I was looking for anything, when I got home at night, I have to get my flashlight out. And, and they were like, you could trade this in at any time. But I was like, nope, this is the car that I deserved. So I to with the fig leaves, like maybe they were like, this is what we just, this is what we just <laughs> they went out looking for the scratchiest leaf. That's yes. what, that was, that was intentional. Yeah. And, and I have a new car now and it's the same make and model as my other car, but it, it's so much better. It has so many more bells and whistles. So I feel like God was like, Beth, come on, you know, this this is what I will provide you with now. Yes, <laughs> ah, love that yeah. tie-in. Yeah, that's, that's basically all I have. <laughs> nice, Tim. Like any uh, any quick takeaways, Tim? Yeah, so um, I think the first thing that stood out to me right away was how um, Eve was basically um, the first theologian. I can't pronounce that word. Theologian. Theologian. Yeah. You know, I actually practiced before the episode and clearly it was to no avail uh, regarding success there. So anyways, 
Um, I thought that was really fascinating that she was uh, like had that line of questioning. Like she got the mm. the information from the serpent, and then she also had the wisdom from God. But then she she kind of weighed it based on uh, what the serpent was saying, and it was really attractive what what the serpent was saying. Right, like or her eyes would be open and she would see like God, and she would understand good and evil. Um, and so maybe that was the more attractive option, uh, following the line of reasoning. However, uh, especially relating to the fact that th this could be treated as a historical parable, as Pastor John was saying, um, it, it kind of relates to our, our own lives where we, we come up with this line of reasoning um, via temptation or, or, or something that is um, causing us to fall out of line in regards to, to um, following God. Uh, that we we just kind of like go with that. So I can really like relate to um, that entire scenario that that Eve was uh, presented with. But the, the big thing is um, like the main takeaway is that, you know, sometimes we have such compelling reasons, but like trusting in God is really powerful and really comforting and and really important. And um, I have noticed in my own life that I feel so much better um, every day when I trust in God. So that was a really helpful, like wise, like takeaway that, uh, pastor John that you had. And, um, actually mm. I think that was like a missing piece of information for me, um, regarding my self-improvement path. Like, I think if I try to trust God more, then it's really going to help me, um, all the way. Like I won't have to be so careful about like what ideas I'm following and things like that like next steps and so forth. Like, it seems like trusting in God may be that, that, that thing that will allow me to follow the path that, that I feel like I need to follow. So that was really powerful for me. Um, and, and actually I, I forgot to mention this in the very beginning. Um, Pastor John, this is definitely one of my favorite sermons from you. Um, you did an oh, excellent wow. job. Um, you were saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the, the, the next, uh, takeaway is, um, the, the I thought it was fascinating how you brought up the gardener um, in uh, in the Gospel of John. How um, Mary Magdalene? It, it was Mary Magdalene, right? Yes, Mary, Mary Magdalene. Yeah. Yep. Ma Mary Magdalene saw Jesus. Thought uh, he was a gardener, and um, that is very interesting because of that that story in the garden. So like you were mentioning, but I think that's really fascinating in general uh, and really powerful regarding like accepting Jesus and following after Jesus. Um, because then that kind of gives us that, um, that like insight and like all the uh, amazingness of the garden, we're experiencing it here and now uh, when we follow mm -hmm. after Jesus. I, I think that's, that's really, um, amazing really uh it kind of gives us like a different outlook on like following after jesus even though we kind of have like that general idea of mind thinking of it mm -hmm. as a new res uh, uh like a new beginning sort of like the name of the series mm -hmm. um kind of like the begin that was the beginning you have the garden of eden and then mm -hmm. you have a new beginning with jesus that, that that's just really cool um and uh finally um, I wanted to mention the fact that uh, going back to what um, you were saying about how um, the the Garden of Eden and uh, Adam and Eve uh, like origin story 
uh, could be treated as a historical parable. And I think that really kind of falls in line with like the rest of the Bible, particularly how Jesus always spoke in parables. Um, So it actually makes sense that um, you would have um, that sort of um, like understanding or it it makes a lot of sense when it comes to like tradition and history. Um, So, uh, so yeah, Mm. great, great stuff. It was really interesting that this, uh, this, this sermon. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you pointed out, um, the story about John chapter 20, the story of Jesus and Mary Magdalene. And I had never, first of all, I'd never made that connection. When I read that, I was like, whoa, it's like kind of, cr- I'd never made the connection between the first garden and then Jesus in the garden being mistaken as a gardener. So I love that connection. Um, yeah. And also, you know, it's, it's really powerful to me because in the Garden of Eden story, you know, that when they get sent out, there's an angel who is set, put on guard at the entrance when they're leaving with a flaming sword. And it's like they basically they look back at this garden that they're never going to enter again. And it feels so finite, like it feels so like it's. Yeah, like that's the deal is done and that's it. Right. And um, and and, and they were, like when I was reading it, they were talking about how, you know, the kind of. In the garden, you have God walking about in the garden, and you have this real a strong sense of God's real presence there. Um, and so when they're leaving, it's as if they're they're not leaving without God, but it's as if their relationship with God is slightly changed because of kind of you know the decisions that they've made. And um and so when I hear the John 20 story of Jesus being that gardener, sort of re starting up that work of God's recreation it kind of like gives me hope because it's like, you know, Hey, this is a reminder that God is a God of grace. Um, and God showed Adam and Eve grace by reclothing them. And, and even when they left the garden, God was still with them. And, and along came children after that. Um, uh, but then with, with Jesus, you get this amazing reminder of God's promise that God's not done. He hasn't left. He's not um, hanging out just in his little garden on his own, that God is everywhere. Um, and he's here with us now. Um, and he is starting new beginnings in our life here in 2024. Uh, whatever yeah. whatever that new beginning might be for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I like, absolutely. I like how you mentioned, you know, kind of when you opened up the sermon, you said something along the lines of what is keeping you from fully trusting God in your life? Right now, mm-hmm. you mentioned something right, along yeah. those lines. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting because I know the last time we left off with the God's Holy Darkness series, and I felt like after that series had finished, it all started to make sense last Thursday. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then uh, I, you know, and it, you know, you, we think about, we trust God. We talk about how much we trust God and, and we trust in his plan for us until right. Oh, right. You know, and, and it's like, it brings me back to, I, I have this, like, uh, this, not a war, but like, there's this like mind, uh, thing going on where it's like, uh, where I think about, you know, Eve and hearing the serpent and almost like, trying to coerce like hey you know this is like it's okay you can eat the fruit you're good you know and she's kind of like all right 
And maybe in her head, she innocently thought she was okay. And it's like, at what point are we discerning that this is God speaking to us? Mm. Or is it our own internal selfishness, human nature? Right. Yeah, that's interesting, Jessica. Um, Yeah, because sometimes uh, this is interesting. I hadn't thought of this in a while, but like sometimes I might have like an idea about, so I haven't like something that goes on my thought process that would in, when I am trusting in God in this scenario would uh, make it so I'm not really trusting in God, but in following that line of reasoning, kind of like how Eve was doing, it's almost like I'm thinking, oh, maybe this is like a different path to God. And maybe that's what Eve was, was thinking or something. I, I don't know. It's, it's yeah. really fascinating. Yeah. Um, when you, then, oh, go ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to say, well, it, there's no way to cover all the details from the story because it's just, you know, my goal is to hit like a 20 to 22 minute sermon. Mm-hmm. But, um, but like, when you listen to their inter, their, their dialogue with each other, um, everything kind of gets a little bit muddled. Like, for example, it starts off with a serpent's question and the serpent already starts off with inaccurate information. Mm-hmm. Uh, the snake says, did God really say mm-hmm. that you can't eat from any of these trees, which is nothing that God ever said. God said you can eat from everything except for these two trees. And so already the snake has already thrown Eve off with this, you know, deceiving question. Mm-hmm. And then Eve changes it and says, well, God says, I can't, uh, I can eat from every tree, but except I can't even, I cannot touch the, this, this tree. And God never said you can't touch it. He just didn't say you can eat from the fruit. Um, mm-hmm. And so like in this process, information is kind of getting muddled. Wow. And it's partially because of the deception of the snake. Yeah. Probably also partly because we get deceived by things that look enticing, you know, like the fruit looked good. It, 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 um, it probably was going to taste good. And it's supposedly, according to the serpent, was going to lead to wisdom. Right. You know, which, what and when you start, like, when something starts sounding appealing, then you start finding ways to justify it, a way to get to it, even if you know you probably shouldn't. Right. Like, I deserve wow. this cookie deserve this. for a while. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Or maybe maybe this is going to lead to a better end. It's like, oh, you have that yeah. cookie or something like that. And then suddenly I'll have, like, uh, amazing motivation to commit to some particular task or something. Mm. It, yeah. This, Almost guys? the same way. Huh? What about this? Eve had ADHD and couldn't remember exactly what God had said, and she got confused. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, um, uh, Adam was right there, right next to her. Never said a darn thing. Never he was helped out. The football game, John. Hang it out. He had a football game. Out. What about this asshole? <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. It's like, oh yeah, I just want to go back to my football game. Here, I'll, here, have this apple. Yeah, more like definitely. more like a fig ball game. Yeah, a fig ball game. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it becomes, I guess, at that point, right? Well, actually, it's funny you mentioned that, Jessica, because there were commentators were saying, you know, people, you, the, like the traditional way of 
referring to the fruit as an apple, right? Uh, even though it just says fruit, um, and the commentators were saying it could have been any number of things. They did have apples in the Middle East, um, and so could have very well been an apple that people were thinking of at the time when the story was written down, or maybe a fig, or maybe a lemon. Um, I don't think but... that apples are the best fruit, though. I don't yeah. think it's an apple, because apples are just kind of like it's an apple. Maybe it was well, a this you know, a, pear, a pear, you know, pears. Um, I was yeah. thinking pears are a little more tasteful than apples. I almost put a story in my sermon, and I realized it had it was just going to be way too much too much of a tangent. But um, for the Eternals movie, when it came out like a couple of years ago, Kumail Nanjiani, uh, yeah. he wanted to get ripped as, because he was a superhero, and so he went into this intense diet and exercise routine to basically cut out like all bad for you and he was talking in an interview one time and he said yeah he said like all sugar was kind of cut out of his diet and so he said i've never in my life been so like found a, a piece of fruit so appealing he's mm-hmm. like i was just like starving for anything with sugar in it. and he's like i would bite into like a pear and i'd be like oh this is the most delicious pear. And then he's like, what's happening to me? <laughs> he's like, usually I would say this like about a piece of cake or something, but um, yeah. But yeah. What, That's what, what, what possibly could have that fruit been that it was that enticing, you know, yeah. To, yeah. to make her question her uh, commitment to, to God. Chocolate covered um, strawberry for sure. Yeah. Maybe, maybe <laughs> it's like the most like, amazing thing that we can imagine and then what eve experienced was like times 100 of that or something yeah they also process foods and all of that as well so if it were just a pear or an apple it probably was incredibly delicious (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, that, that that's interesting. Like when you think about it, so you have like say the apple, it tastes so amazing, it's so beautiful. Uh, but then you also have the extremely powerful and like um, impactful and comforting presence of God. So it's like those two things, and then the serpent just happened mm-hmm. to skew Eve towards the apple instead. It's very yeah. interesting. Yeah, that was one of my like favorite takeaways in my research was that someone had talked about how, you know, the hap- their happiness was grounded in their relationship with God and, the, and, and everything that flowed out of that, you know, being in the garden. Um, and they, but sometimes we just think that if we just have that one more thing, we'll be happy. And I was like, yeah, yeah. that yeah. was, no. that's really good insight heading into a new year. I, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, You'd mentioned that in your sermon, Pastor John. Yeah. Like we got to be careful for those types of like thought patterns where we're like, oh, just this one more like reward or this one more like uh, ticket to the theme park or something, some so to speak. What? Yeah. For me, it's dogs. If I just had one more dog. (laughs) Right. (laughs) One more dog. Yeah. (laughs) or in our modern world it's like oh let me just buy this one more thing you know like this this uh this new phone or this new uh device to Mm -hmm. replace uh something that i don't need to replace now it's uh it's very fascinating yeah Well, well we appreciate what you started the new year off for us uh p john we much appreciate that 
Yeah. Uh, any before you head out, any prayer requests that we can uh, be praying for you besides the fact that you just uh, bought a church? <laughs> that's right yeah I, I i somehow bought magnolia park first night at this church no um uh well actually yeah you know in that same vein prayers for this transition um for those that are listening that maybe didn't happen to be in church on sunday uh i will be I, I'll, I'm being reappointed to magnolia park united methodist church in burbank starting july 1st so just prayers for my the next six months will just be a wonderful time of um of ministry here that i'll be able to you know leave this church on good footing um and whatever transitions need to be made there and uh prayers for my family as we get ready for that and um and and prayers that god will uh get me ready to be a solo pastor because I've been relying heavily on Pastor Jim. So <laughs> that'll be a big, a big step for me. Pastor yeah. John, real quick before you go, um, I told Jonah and Keith that you weren't gonna be our pastor come July. And they were both like, What? Why didn't you tell me? And um, <laughs> like, I thought I did tell you, I thought you already knew. And and Keith was like, who doesn't even go to the church, but he's gone to right. a couple times. He was like, Pastor John was my favorite pastor. So Aww. that's so that, nice. Man, that, that means a lot. Thank you so much for telling me that. Wow. Yeah. Winter camp this year in February. Yeah. Okay. Cause I was like, you better go to winter camp so you can have one more. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I'm sorry to keep it. <laughs> it's funny it's glad, i'm glad you mentioned that pastor jim was literally asked me today he's like hey are you gonna start advertising winter camp i'm like yes i need to do that so yeah, yeah. well i've got two that are probably gonna go for sure <laughs> awesome <laughs> yeah um i wanted to say you got this pastor john um i think you're an awesome pastor and i have like so much confidence in you and uh, I can say for sure that um, when you go to the new church, uh, I'll be listening online and maybe I'll come in person uh, when I have the opportunity every so often. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. I would love a visit. That would be great. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. I'll, I'll make you a liturgist. You can read the scripture. Yes. Just let me know ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, P. John, before we head into, I don't know if you're, if you got to head out, but um, we appreciate you taking the time to, to join us for today's podcast and sharing yeah, additional insight into the sermon that you, you preached this past Sunday. And we're excited for more uh, and many blessings to you and your family. We're excited for what's to come. And uh, until then, you're still stuck with us. <laughs> uh, that, well, as I said in my sermon, I'm 2024 is my year of seeking out feedback. So, speaking of sermons, oh. you know, for for future sermons, I love to hear more things that you like, but also things that you need tweaking. I always need that type of feedback too. Um, but yes, you're right. I do need to go. We have a I have a trustees committee meeting starting in a few minutes, so I need to head out for that. All right. All right. Well, All right. Thank you for joining us. We'll see yeah. you. All right. Thank you. Yeah. yeah thank you, Pastor John. <laughs> All right. Good seeing you. Take care. Yeah. Good yep. seeing you. Good to Bye. see you.
Well, we love Pastor John. Let's talk about how we really feel about Pastor John. Yes, pa- Pastor let's John really is fantastic. Let's talk about what we really thought. So the sermon, <laughs> I was oh, so confused. No, I'm just kidding. Wait, we, could, we could actually go back, uh, but I don't know. <laughs> no. Uh, Tim, any any prayer requests? Um, this I, I just... I guess my last prayer was uh, simple. This is going to be even more simple uh, for me to um, follow the path of meditation through my new discovery of like counting and okay. other memory related things. Somehow that provides me a lot of comfort and and it's extremely straightforward for me to do. Like it's it's pretty much natural. In fact, when I was a teenager and I learned about meditation, um, for some reason, I had the insight then to like uh, notice that I was thinking a lot while I was trying to meditate. And so at that point, I decided to count. So I don't know why it took me like more than 10 years to remember that, that mm. that's a really good meditation technique for me. So uh, mm. prayers for me to to like continue on that path and uh, hopefully continue journal writing as well and uh, and going for daily walks. Yeah. Any any random life hacks that you can share with us today, Tim? Um, let's see. Anything I, in involving a potential oh uh, uh, square piece of paper? Anything <laughs> that you feel oh. like you should share oh, with oh, us oh. today? Wait, here, go, go to Beth, and then I I will interject <laughs> uh, a life. Okay. Hack. <laughs> okay. Beth, any prayer requests? Yes. So I didn't really make any New Year's resolutions. Um, I did want to start yoga uh, at the beginning of the year, but then I got sick. And mm. um, and instead of like, it, it kind of feels a little bit like the new year is ruined because I haven't been able to do any of the things I wanted to do. But also, I know that that's not even true a little bit. So um, I my mom emailed me and and um, I guess my my aunt sent an email to her and my uncle about just picking a word for the new year that you kind of want to keep with yourself. And so she my mom chose the word grace. Mm. I was thinking what word I could choose. And, um, I think I said intention like 20 times last podcast. And so I decided that that's going to be my word this year. I'm going to try to do everything with intention. And, um, oh, yeah. Just as, like with everything, like my words and what I put into my body and that kind of thing. But right now I'm just focusing on not being sick anymore. That's my intention right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Prayers <laughs> so, so that um when I do feel better I can well not that I can't do things with intention when I'm sick but you know it'll be easier to do more things with intention when I'm not struggling to not cough every 5 seconds and I don't Oh have yeah. So yeah. just prayers that I can figure out how to do things better with with more intention and um also prayers for my mom she's having surgery rotator cuff surgery on the 19th 
and she's kind of not looking forward to it. And I guess it's a really long recovery period. I think yeah. it's six months, but that seems really long. It It is really long. Amber's uh, principal from Burbank actually had that done in August and just returned to work. Oh, wow. Like wow. today. Time. So it, it is, but I'm so glad that your mom decided to get the surgery because that's going to be huge. And um, we'll be praying because recovery is a lot of work. But if she puts the work in, and I know she will, because yeah. she's from the Midwest, and I know the Midwest people put the work in, uh, yeah. then she's going to feel so much better. So, yeah. and yeah. she's also she's also retired. So, so luckily she doesn't have to. She doesn't have a job that she needs to return to. But um, she also likes to crochet. So, yeah, I don't know. Six months without crocheting seems like a long time. Yeah. But She's going to figure something out. She'll learn how to do it with her toes. Yeah, she'll do it with her toes. Yeah. I think that would be a really masterful feat if, if she could do that. Yeah. No pun intended. Well, oh, wait. Oh, my gosh. I really did. <laughs> Prayers that my mom can start crocheting with her feet. Yes. <laughs> I like that one. Tim, were you about to read us uh, today's life hack? Yeah. So um, I would say that this kind of follows what I'm trying to do for my New Year's resolution regarding walking. I have something here. Did you know that walking three miles will burn more calories than running one mile? Keep what? in mind that walking while listening to music, a podcast or audiobook may be easier than running for many people. What? That's crazy that that was the life hack. That's amazing. Wow. Mind blown. What what do you have for us this fine evening? Thank you so much for asking. I do want to mention, I was so excited that I found that calendar life hack book uh, for Tim. It was um, something I came across and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting this for Tim. So every single day, everybody just know this. Every day, Tim is going to flip the page and receive a new lesson of a life hack that he can provide to his life. And I'm so excited because every Monday I'm now going to ask you what the life hack is. And I'm we're so going glad to, to hear that. that. to our own lives. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, am I, I'm not limited by the days, right? I could choose any of the days in the week uh, to, to read the life hack or, or yeah. just read it. <laughs> every single day, Tim. Every day. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for that, Jessica and Amber, for getting that uh, life hack calendar for me. You're welcome. I'll I'll share the insight with with the podcast listeners. I'll I'll carefully go through and find the best ones in the given week. Perfect. Um, We can we can enjoy it together. Perfect. Um, Um, In terms of prayer requests, I would say um, just for like. um peace i don't know like i'm still like trying to process like what is god teaching me in this moment right now because i'm just kind of like frustrated sad um uh i don't and i and i don't even know like i don't even know the words 
to to really express like how I feel because it's just you know I don't know it's just it's not uh what we were hoping in terms of the outcome for things and so um I think I'm just like patiently waiting for God to reveal what the bigger picture is and I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do in the meantime because I don't know how long that's going to take you know I can't just like not feel anything until I understand it you know because if that takes a year then yeah I'm going to be really weird to be around for a whole year I'm already really weird to be around. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, maybe we'll just have, like, an exponential, like, weirdness, like, uh, all three of us, you know? Like, yeah. And it'll just be, we'll be on the, the, the journey yeah. together, Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> just remember to be gentle with yourself. Yeah. I think that, that I think that's kind of like a running theme here. Um because uh, earlier today, because I was having an off day and I was feeling kind of feverish, um, I was I was like, there was a point where I just kept pushing myself to to do more with like my at work and just in general. And uh, at some point, I was just like, I, I need to I need to stop being so hard on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think so, yeah. historically, I've always like express my thoughts and feelings through music and I've I felt the urge to like write a song about how I'm feeling but I don't I haven't felt like I have like the right space or like mental clarity or or something to really put it together I am fortunate that God I feel has like really blessed me with that ability to to write my feelings in music because when it comes to me, I literally can write a song in like five minutes. That's amazing. Um, and I know that it's God through me. Like there's worship songs that I've written that I don't know how I've written them, but I know God is working through me. And there's songs I've written that I'm like, who wrote this? Because I don't recognize that it's from me. It's more something that's through me. And so anyways, I'm hoping that I can get to that point where I'm able to, you know, be in this spiritual space of um, clarity and calm and I can articulate my thoughts through, through song. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Jessica. Yeah. Then maybe later you can articulate my thoughts through song. Cause I can't do that. <laughs> I, yeah. I can't either really. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I'll just tell you word jumbles and then you're like, oh, so what you're saying is <laughs> in the choir, my my boy. What? Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, feel free to send it over. It'd be funny for me to try to to <laughs> write something for you guys. That would be awesome. Why I really should. I should just like send you like voice rambles and then you just yeah. turn it into a song. Perfect. Wow. That sounds good, Beth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's very nice. Yeah, what what I was gonna say um is when I'm performing in the choir, my voice just kind of does things. And sometimes I don't even like um like I'm not able to hear the the meaning of the lyrics at the same time that I'm singing. So somehow my mouth is just like creating the sounds. Um interesting but uh Mm -hmm. sorry that that was a that was a uh what what would you call it a diversion or 
Um, oh no, I, I think it's great. I think that's good. I mean, diversion. So that I don't know. Never mind. That's a conversion. We've all been converted. No, no, that's not right. No. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i was oh i was just gonna say go back a, a little bit and say yeah it was just so nice that we could have pastor john in for uh his sermon because last time we had pastor john on uh he was uh commenting on pastor jim's sermon so whenever we have an opportunity to have pastor john in when he uh is preaching i think i think we'll definitely do so yeah i think we'll Cool is we could have Pastor John on again, even when he's moved churches. Oh, yes. yes. I was going to mention that to him, but but you got it, Jessica. Perfect. Hey. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually pretty excited that Burbank isn't really that far from here. So, yeah, I was really excited to hear that he was selected for Burbank. I think that's yeah. going to be a great place for his family, mm-hmm. um, you know. They've got IKEA there. I know. Uh, you know, you don't need to list any more things. Wait, that's wait, what all is, they oh, what no, is oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Tim. <laughs> Tim. <laughs> Tim. I think we all need to take a field trip to IKEA. Yes. yes. We should so. do a podcast live from IKEA. <laughs> oh my gosh, that we would could. be so funny. <laughs> And there's a song I we could like we could sit at a dinner table that's on display and <laughs> Tim, go listen to that song when we're done with the podcast. It's called IKEA by Jonathan Colton. That's oh. everything you need to know about IKEA. Okay. Okay. I'll, I will listen to it. I promise. Okay. <laughs> Additionally, in short, it is um, the IKEA that's in Burbank is the largest one in North America. It's two hundred and fifty thousand square feet. Isn't it like eight football fields or something? It's whatever two hundred and fifty thousand square feet equals. Correct. Eight football fields. That is oh. correct. We wow. are mathematical geniuses and have proved this to be true. Yep. <laughs> I love IKEA so much. It's like my Disneyland. It's so much fun. And I heard and I continue to hear that it, it is the true test for relationships. So yep. if you, Tim, I know as this is our uh, subtle dating site uh, podcast for you, um, whenever whenever you find your true love, we will send you both to an Ikea to test out the relationship dynamic. And if you survive, you will win a hot dog and an ice cream cone. Yes, which are really cheap, like a dollar. Or They're a dollar. dollar. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Thank and you, if you Jessica. do really well, you'll get a six pack of cinnamon rolls. Yes, I love the cinnamon rolls. And their meatballs. Don't forget they're Swedish. Meatballs. They're Swedish meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of delicacies here on the the dating podcast. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we can call it dating delicacies. Yes, yes, perfect. <laughs> Great. <laughs> We're gonna have to change all the branding now. <laughs> Anyways, well, I had fun with you guys today, and just to kind of echo yeah, what you too. said, Tim, I'm I'm glad we were able to have uh, Pastor John on t- uh, today, uh, and. Looking forward to next week as we continue our New Beginnings series. 
it's going to be an awesome week ahead for us and uh, looking forward to chatting with everybody soon enough. Different places, we all have different names. No matter what life brings us, Jesus is the same. We're just your Methodist to the madness. Methodist to the madness.